Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. All right, what's up, Collider TV Duck fans? Josh McCougar here uh, with that. Williams Rocky Stryer, unfortunately not here today. And again, this will be my last show for a little while. So uh, th- I'm sorry, man. I'll miss you. Um, the uh, the TV Talk brand will move on in, in any incantation that it does because uh, we know you guys enjoy listening to TV conversations. And with all the TV that's coming out with everything that is that uh, Thad and I have been crazy busy, me getting ready to leave tomorrow uh, as of the recording of this show. Um, and Thad being the head of production here at Collider, uh, we didn't have a ton of uh, to like put into a rundown, but we did watch a lot of TV this week. So we can do like a greatest hits of news. It's kind of up to you, or we can just talk about the shit that we watched. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of news hit items, and also you do want to stick around if you've been watching Mayans yes. MC. Oh, yes. We sat down with Angel himself, Clayton hey. Cardenas. Yes. Uh, it's an, honestly, uh, we do a lot of interviews here on TV Talk. If you watch Mayans, which you should because it's actually fantastic, it is one of the better, if not the best, spinoff shows in the history of TV next to like Frasier. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's like Frasier. Uh, I'm like, it's some of the all of the family shows. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there 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 was a pantheon of spinoff shows. And that Chicago are, Med, t- well, obviously. Duh, I mean, obviously. obviously. Um, there's a pantheon of. Terrible spinoff shows, and there, there's a smaller pantheon of good spinoff shows, and Mayans is definitely, and they just got season three, so Clayton Cardenas uh, is here at the end of the show for about 15 minutes. That and I got to sit down with him, and it's just an incredible, incredible interview, so stick around for that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so do you want to start with this Kung Fu reboot into CW? Yeah, Greg Berlanti is rebooting Kung Fu. I mean, they just announced he's, he's doing a lot of stuff. He's First of all, a ton of stuff. I mean, and he already is... Basically owning the CW, he's got yes. almost every slot yeah. on their primetime schedule. And now, what does his house look like? Uh, I'm assuming large. <laughs> does he live in in uh, what's the city in Arrow? Oh my god, <laughs> Star City. He's living Star City. Like, does he just own Star City? No, but he has lots of closets with pleather, tons of pleather. Yeah, so um, much pleather. He he's producing a couple new superhero shows for HBO Max, but now they're announcing that he's rebooting. The Kung Fu show, like the old uh, Carradine, yeah, the old the old Carradine show yes. that was kind of the genesis of his character in Kill Bill. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, so they're going to make Kung Fu. The legend continues again. <laughs> keep keep on continuing. More legend, legend. The the continuing continuum of legendary legends. <laughs> the legends of tomorrow, Kung Fu. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it. it is. We ding it. Um, I, I don't think that I've watched TV and thought to myself, you know what I need? More of David Carradine's Kung Fu. But I've never – you know the only Kung Fu I've ever watched and thought that it was good? Do you know why? What? The movie Office Space. When he is talking to Jennifer Aniston at the at the restaurant. And uh-huh. He's like, I'd like to take you out to dinner and then I'd like to watch Kung Fu. Do you watch Kung Fu? And it's this thing. She's like, I love Kung Fu. Right? That's the only Kung Fu thing I know. And then I watched Kill Bill and I was like, I don't think I need to watch Kung Fu because I got Kill Bill. I, I got to be honest. I never watched it as a kid. Okay. I remember seeing ads for the reruns like in syndication on like USA or oh, something. So it was, yeah, it was a USA it was like silk stockings, then kung fu. Yeah, and do, I, I, I never got into it. So, do we think it's like really hot teens, like or, or early twenties, <laughs> so. just doing kung fu? I hope it's. I hope it is the cast of Riverdale <laughs> in kung learning fu. kung fu. Okay, I don't watch a lot of uh, the newer Family Guys. 
but I started again this year to record them mainly yeah, because the, I told you that because the title was called the Yacht Rock episode, right? So they did an episode. They did an episode where uh, Family Guy is going to get rebooted because Fox <laughs> got bought by Disney, and they do like four different pitches to a focus group of people about the reboot of Family Guy, and one of them just called Q, and it's a Riverdale uh, spoof. <laughs> And everybody's ripped, including Chris. Like Chris That's is ripped, awesome. Megan is ripped, Peter's ripped, Stewie's ripped. They're all ripped, right? I love it. And so I keep thinking to myself, is like, okay, are they just going to make a real brooding, ripped bunch of teens that do kung fu in the rain? Like, is I that mean, what we're getting? I, I I genuinely don't know. I don't think that CW is the right place for a kung fu show. But what is? Like, I are we jonesing for it? I don't know who wanted this. And, right. And in the in the same in the same vein of who wanted this, they're now making an equalizer television series without Denzel Washington without Denzel starring Queen Latifah what yeah for CBS so CBS <laughs> is saying like Hawaii Five-0 is kind of wrapping up okay it's run they've got Magnum they've got MacGyver but they don't have any female-led mm-hmm. reboot shows okay so now they're taking the equalizer character who you know was a- on in 80s television an old British guy and then oh. they made him Denzel okay and then now they're making Denzel Queen Latifah. Okay. I, I don't want to take anything away from Queen Latifah because her music's great. She used to tip really well when I bartended. She was a fantastic, fantastic lady. But let's be honest. They botched this by not making The Equalizer the Bad Boys Girls spinoff. They yeah. should have just brought that to CBS yeah. with those two basically being like an Equalizer situation. Then we wouldn't even need this Equalizer situation. I want to see another Equalizer movie because I loved the first two. I thought they were great. I thought, yeah. I, the first one is fantastic. The second one is an is a, a serviceable follow-up. It was basically supposed to be, I would imagine, Denzel's John Wick, right? sure. which is basically kind of what we're getting. Uh, very enjoyable movies. I just don't think I see Queen Latifah in this crazy action role. I would see her more as like a Stumptown kind of character, which, by the way, Amanda and I watch. Amanda's been watching every episode of Stumptown. We watched last night's episode. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. I, I am I am backlogged. Not, I've been very busy. I, I, I've fallen off Stumptown and Emergence, but they're backing up on the DVR, and I'm going to watch them eventually because they're entertaining. Again, it is a procedural. Yeah. Semi, it's yeah. got it's got there's the a, there's an arc there's an arc right it's kind of like Jack Ryan I mean it's a yeah it's no not Jack Ryan uh farts what was I what? watching um uh Mister in between Mister oh, in between sure, is a procedural sure. of sorts with a through line yeah okay yeah same thing as Stumptown yeah Colby Smulders she's a great actress I think you know some of these shows fall service to more soapy acting yeah she's not that. No, and the Jake Johnson he plays the bartender in Friends or in New Girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just he yeah. They're like, hey, uh, we we that thing you did uh, for seven years. Can, yeah. would you want to get paid to do it again? And he's charming. Yeah, he's just like so he's just a charming dude. Uh, I, I think, want his beard. I think that Stumptown may have been victim to a terrible marketing campaign. They over the the problem that they had this year. The reason you had a problem with it, and I think a lot of people had issues with it, is because ABC was only launching two shows. Yeah, they had two dramas to market. It was Stumptown and Emergence. And right? Emergence, and they. They marketed the hell out of it, whereas NBC was marketing Perfect Harmony and uh, the the one that already got canceled, Bluff, uh, Bluff, City, Bluff Law City Law, and the the Mike Shore um, uh, naturalization oh, sitcom yeah. Sunnyside, Sunnyside that already got canceled. They had like five or six or seven shows right. that they had to market, and so they were able to spread it out. They were still annoying because if you were watching TV over the summer, that's all you saw, yeah. especially uh, preseason football. Dude, but, I mean, uh, Mark Ellis and I joked about the Mass Singer on Fox. It was every commercial. everywhere. Oh, they worked the Mass Singer into the Emmys. Yeah, like they had Crazy. them. They 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 were. It was everywhere. Yeah. Mass Singer was everywhere. And I gotta say, I watched Mass Singer again last night. The the allure, the charm of what made it work in the first season is starting to dwindle for me. Because it's the same gimmick over and over and over again. I will say that the contestants are way more talented this year. Okay. So at least the singing is better, impressively good, yeah. as opposed to before where it was just like hilariously bad. Right. Minus T-Pain. Sure. I just – the way you said you said it so artistically, it was like a John Roca tweet after like a B-rated horror movie. It was like <laughs> the cinematic brilliance <laughs> of the lack of cinematic brilliance. I was like, all right, Dad, take it easy with for the once, singer. For once you can – I'll be okay with you yes. uh, equating me to John Roca. Oh, there you go. But yeah, one thing I will say about The Equalizer real quick, okay. swinging it back. Uh, the TV show was not a crazy action John Wick mo- story. It wasn't. No. They made the movies that way. Okay. But the TV show, he was more just like a freelance detective that was 
Uh, it was much more Rockford Files. Uh, ooh, someone's calling me from Chelsea, Alabama. Oh, That's got to be spam. Yeah. Uh, Telemarketer. Ro- yeah, it was more Rockford Files, Stumptown like, where okay. he was, uh, you know, helping out the people that nobody else uh, could uh, could could assist. But it was not like a big action. Okay. He was like an old Brit dude. Well, I feel- he looked he looked like uh, he looked like the dad from Different Strokes. Or he something. was more uh, equal packet than equalizer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my we'll girl steals equal. Uh, we'll uh, real quick news: Stranger Things first episode title announced. Everyone freak out. That does nothing for me. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do this last news story. Then let's get into some mini reviews. HBO has released. Okay. So first of all, Rick and Morty season four premiere. Uh, there's a uh, Dave Trumbor wrote a good article on Collider.com. Said it's fantastic. <gasps> Absolutely worth the wait. wait. I can't wait. HBO uh, in their 2020 slate, their video offering looks at Lovecraft Country and the Perry Mason show. I mean, we haven't seen anything other than the, like the one image that one they put image. in this thing. Yes, but I am in for it. Like, Dude, sign me the f up. Like, hot Perry Mason. Yeah. Fine, I'm yeah. fine with it. Like, <laughs> hot Perry Mason. Like, I, I'm I'm totally in. I love that era. Yeah. And if they're gonna do a noir style, uh, I don't know. You don't play a lot of video games, but there was that video game that came out a couple Leisure years back. Suit Larry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. Noir. I remember um, the release of it because it looked like LA Confidential. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. it was like, oh, what if Grand Theft Auto, like that open world thing, was in this like 1940s LA? Right, right, right. Uh, the the game annoyed the hell out of me because it was missing a story. Okay, but uh, but it looked pretty uh, and it was entertaining in that respect. Okay. and like I love and like I tried to watch that Chris Pine show and then oh uh, the one with India I yeah the that couldn't came do in. it um, couldn't do it. But I love that era when they do it right. Too. It's so entertaining. I think they they just they miss acted Chris Pine. It was like a misdirected Chris Pine, Chris Pine because yeah. he, I don't know, he just played kind of a loser and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It was right. more Chris Poplar. Correct. Less, yeah. Maybe a birch. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Balsa. Uh, what, do we know what uh, Lovecraft Country is about? Uh, I feel like I should and I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Uh, it is based on the novel by Matt Ruff. It looks creepy. Uh, it's a bad robot show. Journey Smollett Bell is going to be in it. Um, it's produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. Yeah, so it's a creepy show. Yeah. It looks creepy. Like, yeah. I'm okay. all I'm all about it. Did you, you know that Journey Smollett Bell, Yeah, she was in Full House. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Right? yeah. She was like the friend of Michelle in yeah. Full, or Stephanie in Full House. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know I, who was another, fr- another person that was in Full House was um, Marla Sokoloff. Who then went on to the practice and yes. dude, where's my car? Yes, she was in a uh, Lifetime Christmas movie that I turned on when we were visiting in. We, we were in a hotel in San Francisco and I flipped it on. Well done. Uh, it was awful. Uh, yeah, it was. But she was. De- she was a delight. delight. She yeah. was a delight. You know, uh, my buddy Tanner, who you know well, who's currently in a Liberty Mutual commercial. If you're out there watching TV and you see the guy that's like, I'm a struggling actor. And it's it's a very, very funny commercial. His – they thought it was going to be a Hallmark movie. Showtime just bought it. What? So Showtime, I believe on December 1st, is going to have a – like a Christmas movie for the first time in a long time. Uh, that's really interesting. Totally, yeah. I yeah. am I am there for that. Dig that's it. cool. So it's on-demand Showtime, uh, I believe, December 1st, and then it airs on Showtime December 3rd. Okay. Yeah, okay. You Mark go. your calendars. Mark it. All right. Let's uh, let's do some mini reviews because there was so much TV, and I have been watching a lot of TV. Yeah. All right. Let's start uh, with what I didn't think that I was going to like, and now I'm, I think obsessed with it, and that's Watchmen. Yeah. You're 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 all in on the Watchmen, right? So, I mean, you have no idea how all like, all in I am. It's it's the first thing I watch. Like the DVR racks up. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, and we, we'll get into it. But a man and I've been watching Downton Abbey. I'm, I'll give you the full breakdown of my thoughts on Downton Abbey, but. Uh, we've been watching it, and Amanda's like, ah, I think I'm going to go do a workout. I was like, great. Watchmen is the first thing I watched. Right? <laughs> I she's, never... not, she's not into it at all. No, she thought it was kind of weird. She watched the first episode. She's like, I don't think uh, this is for me. Amanda's been watching it with me, but yeah. she's very confused. Yeah. And every time I try to explain it, it only makes it worse. She, Amanda will come in for like 10 minutes at the end so she can watch John Oliver. Gotcha. Or I, Silicon, I, I you know. get more confused trying to explain it to her. Where I'm like, well, geez, do I need to go back and read the comics? Like, right. I, I am in the weeds with some of these characters. So Christian Rubalcaba, 
uh, sent me a like a YouTube video. It was about twenty minutes long and gave me an awesome breakdown of what the comic book was yeah. and you know the movie and stuff like that because I couldn't get through the movie. I I don't know if it was the blue dong or if it just like. I didn't like the Zack Snyder look. I don't have I'm like not a big Zack Snyder fan. Like whatever. I'm in the same boat. I didn't care for the film. Right. But I do love the comic. And I've heard the comics amazing. And, and the YouTube video that I watched. And I, I honestly should go back and read the the book. And maybe it'll be after the series, and I'll go back and read it because they're going to get a season two if they haven't already been greenlit. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was talking about it with Christian uh, a couple days ago because he was saying Lindelof is saying that they've really structured it for just one year, but HBO would be. Insane, insane to only give it one year because it they're not setting it up as a limited series. No. Even the, even in the even in the commercial for 2020, yeah. they didn't say that Perry Mason's a limited series. They implied that that could go for more than one year. See? So like you know they need they need a show. They don't know what it is yet, but they need a big a big show that people will tune in to return every year. I don't think it's his Dark Materials, which they ban- banished to Monday nights. Yeah, that's in the do spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> the 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 thing too with with Watchmen is I think it's going to have a Game of Thrones style. Uh, people start hearing it from other people like I need to watch this kind of a thing, and then they get involved because it is based on IP. And like I didn't read the book, so I watch Watchmen. Well, you can start watching it, right. you know, maybe whatever. And I think Jack Ryan, similar thing. They pitch it to us as a limited series, yeah, and then it got three seasons, right? Right out as soon as Amazon saw the numbers, they were like, let's give them three. Uh, but Watchmen. This was the first one that really gave me a lot of backstory as to what the hell is happening in this world. Because it, the thing that I like about Watchmen the most is it's not very different from our world right now. Yeah, it's very true. It's, it's, you know? it's besides cr- squids falling from the creepily sky, creepily close, and a guy living on Mars that they just like mention randomly, and these weird Doctor Manhattan phone booths that it looks like they're being treated like normal phone booths and just being destroyed with <laughs> with graffiti. Yeah, uh, it has a very very real feel to it. Yeah. I I love when I I love my alternate history uh, to feel really so real to the point where you don't know what's made up and what's not. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it a little bit later, but I watched the uh, the For All Mankind Apple TV show, oh, and it's another alternate history thing, right. and it was causing me to like look up on Wikipedia the whole time, like, was this re- is this person real? Did this really happen? Because I was trying to piece it together in my head. Right, right, and right. And that's what I like a lot about the Watchmen story. I think that he's done a – Lindelof's done such a good job at creating a world that feels – even though we know it's not real, it mm-hmm. feels like it really could be. Oh, 100%. And, and yeah, I, I think that bringing in Silk Spectre this week, uh, well, she was perfect. That- and and her, her complete, like, just DGAF atmosphere to the world that, that kind of mirrors the comedian at this point. Yeah. Like – She's just so jaded, Who and I the love comedian it. in the movie? Uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right, right, uh, right. Negan. Negan. Okay, so the thing that I also got from this, first of all, I love the Esquire uh, yeah. magazine with Silk Spectre and, yeah. and Dr. Manhattan. Um, and I like that we finally got that this, the guy that we thought Jeremy Irons was going to be is. Yeah. Right, he, yeah. that's him. Um, it's, it's really, I mean, that scene with the Frozen, I mean, Jeremy Irons plays a villain so effing well. It's crazy. I, it's, he's great. He's great. Uh, the thing that he's I got ripped. What's that? He's ripped. Oh, my God. He's jacked. Amanda was like, how old is he? Jeremy Irons, because he looks good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's Jeremy freaking Irons. Yeah. He's getting those rich people shots of, like, you know, ripped guy (laughs) stuff. It's like the uh, Sly Stallone stuff. Yeah. Um, What I love so much about this is that – and I would love to get – you know how the flag is the circle with the stars on the stripe? I want to know what the other stars are because we know from based on the first episode that Vietnam is a state. Vietnam is a state. And other than that, I don't know exactly if it's been explicit. And how many stars or what. I would love to – and I, I apparently Copster listened to the podcast because there's a podcast after Watchmen. Yeah, with uh, – uh, run by – The guy that uh, – Damien Lindelof and the guy that wrote Chernobyl. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and I forget his name and I should call him – Craig guy. Mazin? I think that sounds very familiar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't listened to that yet, but he said highly recommended. Um, but, man, I, I, I'm so enamored by this show. And you said the DGAF, which I get. But it could go – you know what the thing is? It could go very uh, like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's an intelligent don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And she's very good, and I love that her and Regina King are going to have this cool rivalry. I, I really enjoy it, and there's yeah. so many que- like I could I could talk for an hour about all of my theories. Yeah, uh, I just I, it's it's so entertaining. I can't wait. 
and I I can't wait to see more things. And I I know I know some people are probably waiting to binge the whole se- season. Yeah. Because I personally like the week to week because it's getting me excited. Yep. I'm I, I'm spending all week kind of thinking about it every now and then. Like yep. it'll pop back in my head. Be like, oh, what about this theory? What about that theory? And I haven't done that for a television show in a long time. I know. Because we've gotten in this binging mentality where you watch something and it just kind of washes over you. Yeah. Well, that was – I mean to go on to the next show, that's basically what happened with Jack Ryan. Yeah. Was, um, you know, I watched – Amanda and I watched season three in a day. Or season one in a day. Season three. Yeah. Season one in a day. Yeah. I mean it was gone. Yeah, same here. And she was like, is there a catch-up thing? I was like, yeah, it's quick. But I remember it. And the nice thing about Jack Ryan is that it's an anthology. Yeah. He brought down Suleiman, mm-hmm. and now he's going to Venezuela. And I will say that there are a lot. And you know what, dude? This was clear and present danger. Yeah, it really was. It yeah. was clear and present danger, and I loved it. I, dude, I gotta tell you, I think I like season two better than season one. I, I, I liked a lot of elements of season two better. Okay, I was missing some of the. Uh, they used him for origin story stuff in the first season, but I was kind of missing some of the humani- humanization of Jack. He didn't and have his a love relationship. Well, he sort of did. Sort of, but... kind of. But like, and but the woman that we meet in season one, I think, is his wife in the novels. But we didn't see her at all in season she two. She wasn't even in season two. No. And, and like, so I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of that. I mean, obviously, his relationship with Greer is explored more. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Matisse, I thought was a really interesting character. Yeah. Bishop was a really interesting new character. Yeah. Uh, I kept waiting for one of them to like turn around and be like, "Actually, the name's John Clark," right. and like just like tie in all these other characters totally. from the universe. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I really liked the show. I, I binged six of the eight episodes in one sitting on Friday night, and it was a blast. Okay, so uh, my buddy Rob Lindo, who you know, uh, was in on Friday night, and I started see episode one, and he came, and then he left. I was like trying to usher him out Saturday <laughs> because I was like, I want to watch Jack Ryan. You got to get the hell out of here. And Amanda was going to like a charity day. She had like a, a lunch with some friends and then this dinner. Like so it was all day with friends. And I was like, yes, dude, I finished the series ju- like in one day. Yeah. I loved this season. I loved it. And John, dude, I'm telling you, John Krasinski, I know he's a he, director, movies, yeah. actor, whatever. I think he might be my favorite Jack Ryan. And that's – I'm not taking anything away from Harrison Ford. I'm not because Patriot Games is probably the best movie of all of them. Yeah. I really love Red October, but Patriot Games is probably my favorite of the two yeah. uh, Harrison, Ford, Harrison ones. Ford ones. But John Krasinski is – I mean he is crushing it as Jack Ryan. He's great. Yeah. He's great. I mean he's, 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 got all, he's got so many more hours to work with, but I really like what he's brought to the character. Yeah. And you know who the President Reyes is, right? Um, yeah, I, it's, no, I was reading, I, I hadn't looked up any of the He plays the Johnny Tapia in Bad Boys 2. He's the main bad guy in Bad Boys 2. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, obviously, Obviously, board, you're, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought all of, I thought all the acting was really solid this year. Wendell Pierce, oh. uh, was phenomenal. Yeah. And I don't know when he filmed this, but, uh, cause I know he's, a, he's been in London doing Death of a Salesman, mm-hmm. uh, for the better part of a year now. Uh, but he's still popping up in a bunch yeah. of shows. Uh, I thought he did a great job, and yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad. I thought, you know, dude, I thought they were going to kill him off. I really did. Did you think they were going to kill him off? I, I mean, I feel like because he is one of the two characters from the novels that they had the rights for, I figured they were going to keep him around because mm-hmm. <laughs> he has. I mean, he becomes president right. in the novels eventually. Right. Yeah. Uh, before Jack Ryan becomes president, like everyone becomes president in these books. Like, like if you're a Tom Clancy character, you eventually get get to sit to sit down as president of the United States. But like, you know, he's going to run the CIA eventually and all that stuff. Well, he he's the um he's the James Earl Jones character Correct. in Patriot James. Correct. Patriot James, right? Yeah, Correct. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah, I figured they'd keep him around, mm-hmm. uh, but there are definitely some twists and turns that I didn't see coming. No. Uh, there's some characters that, that m- might not make it all the way through that I was surprised about, yeah. uh, and some that do that I was also surprised with. So, you know, I, I highly recommend it. It was a, it was a solid eight-hour action fest yep. it felt like it was a continuation of the 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 24 homeland mm-hmm. that style of of action storytelling yep. i like that they set it in venezuela Me too. gave it a lot of immediacy and real world stakes totally uh, as opposed I mean, to just nicolas making Maduro, it like a f- nicolas reyes yeah as opposed to just making like a random fake name country yeah uh so yeah like valverde very much enjoyed yeah agreed uh solid nine out of ten yeah, 100%. Uh, let's move to something very, very different, which is Silicon Valley. Uh, this episode this season, okay, season episode one, I was like, I was kind of with you. I was about a seven. Yeah, it was fine. 
This one was really freaking funny. And the subplot of – on this episode, which didn't work in episode one of episode two between Dinesh and Guilfoyle. Yeah. With the HR, who our friend Helen, Helen Hong. Helen Hong. And she, it, I was like, that's Helen Hong, yeah. isn't it? She's great. She's great in that role. Love her. As, when Dinesh is always just in the background, like – Just popping up. Amazing. So great. Amazing. So great. And, and they're really showing you, like, yeah, what's what the problems are going to be between, for the season with Richard and, and – The Jared thing. Jared thing is <laughs> – Incredible! I was born into nothing. <laughs> yeah, I we we haven't had a Jared meltdown in a minute, no. and and for a show that was off the air for a long time, it, it was so great to yeah. like fall back into that. Like I was just. Dying. What is the actor's name that plays Jared? Um, I, I don't know his name, but he, Zach Woods. Okay, so Zach Woods. Uh, I, I think he's a UCB guy. With, yeah, with, and then he came with, on, and then he was on the Office for a bit. Correct. Yeah. Um, like the new class. He doesn't get a lot of recognition on Silicon Valley as much as I think he should because oh. he's kind of like Tom in succession. Yeah. Like everybody lo- – like everybody thinks he's a wild man crazy, but he might be the glue that brings the show together. Yeah. He, he, I love him. He's great. Yeah. I lo- He's so funny in the show. Uh, I thought this was a great episode with Amanda Crew. Yeah. My biggest problem with the entire series of Silicon Valley is they they – a lot of times they bring in these like side characters that happen to be female and they show up for like half an episode and yeah. then they have nothing else to do the rest of the season. Yeah. And she feels like she's finally being an integral part I of know, the dude. show. Usually in Silicon Valley, she's in like three of the ten. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like whereas – the, uh, the 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 VC woman that came back like her her, her I am here her, now her little appearance was perfect great and that's that's all you need of her yeah. and then soon we're gonna get Diamantopoulos again uh-huh. uh, as the the crazy billionaire yeah. so yeah I the the whole thing with the birds I was just dying <laughs> I, oh I was laughing dying. so hard and that guy just keeps pulling them out of yeah. the pond <laughs> the, the, the little they, scooper they want to hit the tree but he's class uh, okay so this episode of This Is Us I. I don't know if I care a ton about Deja's storyline, but let me say this. I know that it plays into something later. Sure. So I want to know what that plays into. I didn't love this episode. It's probably my least favorite episode of the season. I love the interaction between Randall and Kate and uh, Omar Epps and his wife. There. Yep. I thought that was fantastic. I don't know if I love this relationship just yet. I wasn't – at the beginning of the episode, I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of bored. Then I loved it. And the scene with Jack – and the teacher at the end when he says, I can't – I don't know how to teach my yeah. son to be black. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I thought that those – like overall the episode was very uh, – you know, we – there was no other storylines really that we – that we had – that they've made us care about over the last three. Right. With Kevin and Kate and everything. Yeah. This was more of a, you know, a fly episode with Randall. Uh, but – I in, I in, I, I want to see where this goes. You know what I mean? This felt like a more set up B episode. And you know what I thought was going to happen was when he's talking to somebody, he's like, he may come in and out of your life or something. And then at the end of the episode, he goes and he's like, hey, Mr. Lawrence, how you doing? And Mr. Lawrence like isn't doing well or something like that. Yeah. Did I, you think that was coming? I was I was expecting a flash forward with Mr. Lawrence. We okay. still might get one. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I have to disagree with you wholeheartedly. You love I Deja. love Deja. Okay. I think she's I think Lyric Ross is so incredible in this role. Okay. And Asante Black from Wait, is Lyric Ross. Is she Tracy Ellis is Ross's daughter? I don't know. Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, – and Asante Black from from When They See Us is playing uh, yeah. the kid. Dude, he's so – and yeah. the I kid's think, a really good little actor. And I thought that whole sequence, it was – it felt like they, they promoted it kind of like, – they promoted it as if it was the next Memphis episode. Mm-hmm. And I didn't – it did not reach that level of storytelling. I in love my, that Memphis episode. The Memphis episode's incredible. Oh my God. But I loved seeing them walk through in that moment at the end where she says, like, with he he gave me the best day of my life. Right. And, like, like the, that was sweet. the flashbacks to her. Pam ch- Greer and, as the grandma? Well, and we're getting more Pam Greer because they've, they've teased uh, in one of the trailers at the beginning of the season, she's going to start fighting for custody. Oh shit! She wants to be part. Like she, I was, was going to say, you're not bringing Pam Greer no. just for a cameo. No, no, no. Yeah. And that was like the first inkling. So I think that we're going to get more of more of that storyline, and then maybe we'll get a flash forward because the mid season finale is next week. Okay. And the producers are already teasing that we're going to get more Kevin, yeah. and we're going to see what happens with Kevin. So I think we're going to jump ahead, and I still think that Kevin. So next week is the season, the mid season finale. Yeah, the winter, the winter break. 
So I'm guessing next week will be the Thanksgiving episode, right? Yeah, they might set it in Thanksgiving. Okay. Makes, it would make, that would make sense. Right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I think we're going to jump forward and see something bad happened in Kevin's life. Maybe we're going to see Lear, uh, uh, Deja with this guy right. or maybe – Completely single, completely without. Like we might see an adult. We haven't seen an adult Deja yet. I don't think. No. Uh, or if, or if we did, it was in the background. Remember? I don't know if it was last season, or maybe it was last. It was the Super Bowl episode, not this past, not last season. The season four, man, was like we have to go talk to her. Yeah. And adult, the daughter. Meets yes. old Randall, or old Randall comes into her office. Correct. Remember? Yeah. And I'm, we thought it was going to talk to Deja. Yeah. But we still haven't seen adult Deja yet. We haven't seen adult Deja, and we haven't seen the other sister yet. We've only seen one of the three girls. Right. And I believe it's the eldest. And I love that little girl. She's so adorable. I the know. Little, the cute one. She, she's in Shazam too. I know. And she's, she's so awesome in Shazam. She's so cute. Oh, she's so adorable. cute. And then and 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 the like the those kids. The casting department in This Is Us has knocked it out of the park with every, <laughs> every single actor. Like they're finding they're finding people that are physically perfect doubles, uh-huh. but they also like all three generations of those kid actors are so good. Dude, the, the kid that plays younger Kevin is my funking favorite. He when is he goes, so funny. This is a lot better. <laughs> so good. He's so funny. He's such a jerk on uh, the no. show. And Kevin. when I when I was I was actually thinking about it driving in uh, the. Because the kid, the the kid that we're meeting now is Randall in freshman year of high school, the little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But Older when the Randall sh- is like a sophomore now, or right? Freshman, right? And when we started the show, that that group of kids were playing high school age right before right before Jack dies. Yeah. So like we're gonna see uh, I, at some it's point like they're gonna get the same. The, the younger kids are gonna become the same age as yeah, the other kids. Exactly. Yes. At some point there's gonna be a puberty shift yeah. and then like I'm wondering when they're gonna swap the actors. But I think we're gonna grow with them and yeah. we're gonna see that version of Randall grow into the Young adult man that we then saw in college, yeah. and the same thing with Kevin and Kate. I love old uh, middle. I like college Kate. Yeah, I like that actress. Oh, a lot. college Kate. Yeah, and and like there's some other bad stuff that's oh, going to happen with that, but that photograph and everything. There's yeah. a lot to unpack. I don't know what they're. I don't know if they're going to stuff everything in the next week or if they're just going to tease it out for the second half of the season. Do you think that uh, this is us has created its own genre in the uh, the schmaltzy drama thriller? <laughs> I mean, I think that. Uh, shows like this have always existed. Yeah. I mean, going back to... I mean, Parenthood had similar aspects Parenthood to was a big big one like this. Yeah. Friday Night Lights without the football stuff was this. True, uh, true. You know, and Parenthood a, a lot like this. All the way back to like 30-something in the 80s. Yeah, 30-something. Like, they've been doing... The, the, these fi- network family dramas have been around for a long time. I think that This Is Us has done a great job of reinventing that format with the time jumps and the flashbacks and, yeah. and creating – kind of taking the elements of l- the lost mystery box and plopping it into the parenthood story for- format yeah. I think works really well for them. And uh, I, I don't know. I love the show. All right. Uh, we only have a couple minutes, so let's uh, rip a couple. Um, uh, so I da- – I'm Phrasing. I'm, uh, yeah, sorry. Um Downton Abbey, we're on season three, episode seven. I didn't like it. I, dude, the first couple episodes, like, this is boring. I don't think yeah. I like the show. Now we're obsessed with bum, it. Bum, I mean, bum, 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 we're now bum. looking at IMDb being like, oh, he's only in 28 episodes. There's a 52. What, what happens? What happens? Oh, God. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Don't, you'll get spoilers. Have you listened? Have you watched every episode? Yes. Have you watched the movie? Yeah. I saw the movie the week before it came out. Oh like, we God. went to an advanced screening. Of, like, my wife and I went to an advanced screening. Dude. It was us and a bunch of 60 year old women. I love this show. It's so entertaining. Oh, my God. Talk about high drama. My it's God. Just, it's phenomenal. Dude, it is the perfect blend of like soap opera, comedy, and really good drama right in the middle. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And they, and, I don't know of any other show that's able to properly service as many characters as this as Julian Fellows was able to do with Down Now. Agreed. Because you really the feel are literally a minute long. You feel that you actually have interactions with all of them, yeah. and they have so many characters. Guess where I am right now? Mister Bates just got out of jail. Oh yeah, I say lots of stuff happens in season three. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of a lot of sad. Crazy. Stuff. I mean, when Sybil just died, crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke my heart. I cried <laughs> when Sybil died. That was a crazy scene. Yeah. With eclampsia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't watched any Apple TV yet, have no. you? No. I did. Okay, talk to me. So you if saw you, Morning Show and All Mankind. Yeah. If you if you uh, if you start your subscription, I think you get it like a week free or whatever. Okay. You got three episodes of Morning Show and three episodes of For All Mankind, okay. which was an interesting way because when I watched the pilot of both of them, 
How's it, Ben Begley? Is he in the pilot? He is all over the pilot. No shit. He is he is all in that show. That's awesome. Because he has a, he plays Capcom at during a moon, like a moon mission. No shit. That's and he's, amazing. He's all in the place. That's and great. Like, 90 minutes or 45 minutes in, Amanda goes, is that Ben? I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, Ben. That's ben uh, but neither pilot was like a out of this outstanding. world. Outstanding. I like it. I like it. But by the end of episode three, I was invested in both. Okay. And now I'm going to actually seek it out week to week. Okay. Uh, I would say – So gen- Apple TV is on a scale of one to ten is uh, worth it. Worth it? Uh, I mean they only have four shows right now, but these two shows, the two that I've tried – I give both of them like an eight. Okay. Uh, I think Jennifer Anderson is incredible on yeah. the morning show. Okay. She is knocking it out of the park in that in that show. Reese Witherspoon, I like her a lot more in Big Little Lies than I like okay. her in this in this role. Well said. All right. Steve Carell's fine. Okay. Uh, uh, Billy Crudup is the breakout role in morning in show. morning show. He's so funny. He's this quirky head of the news division. Okay. He's phenomenal. I haven't seen him in anything. And uh, and for all mankind, uh, we were talking about earlier the world building of the alternate history. Like, there's so, so many things where, like, whoa, is that guy real? Is this person real? Did this really happen? And the amount of things that they talk about that really did happen, but they're twisting the ending because of the inciting incident for the series, yeah. uh, which I think we all know is, like, the, where the space race continues. Uh, and there's so many things that I just had no idea about. And as a space nerd, uh, I am and a big fan of Mad Men. It is the perfect combination of those two things. Awesome. So, All right. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Apple TV. This is TV Talk. Uh, Thad, I'll miss you, buddy. Uh, I'm going to miss you too, man. I, uh, I'll i be back. I, I know. know. I'm I like, know. Uh, this first go-round, I think I'm going to be gone for till like, Thanksgiving. Uh, but then I think I'll be back for a little bit and then gone for Christmas. But, like, over the next – I'll be sporadically here. But when I am here, obviously, I'll come in. Uh, but I don't know my next TV talk, but I know you'll carry on the torch uh, TV talk 3.0 now. 7.1? 7.1. I don't, I don't know what it is but at this Mike, point. The, the Microsoft paperclip will get you through it. You guys get it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for talking TV with me, man. It's It's been a blast. I, I, I knew, we always talk TV. It's it's nice that we got a microphone to talk into. It is fun. Um, from now on. And uh, – I know you'll crush it, man. I'll miss you. And uh, I'll miss you guys. Thanks for listening to TV Talk. Thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, the show's not going anywhere. I just am. And uh, the cool thing about it is you guys can do a Collider TV Talk and talk about the TV show that I'm going to be on, which is actually really cool. I can't tell you what it is, but when I do, uh, I'm sure you guys will you know, give a little shout-out here on the show. I'll probably DVR it. <laughs> I, may, I may catch a couple of them. Uh, but before the fans leave today – they can listen to that wonderful interview that we both did. Yes. I, well, you did. I tried to do it. You were there at the beginning. I showed up, and then I, I took the wrong sip of water, and my entire throat just, like, shut down. And so Josh and Clayton had a wonderful conversation while I'm coughing in the corner. I couldn't have picked uh, a better way to go out. Thank yeah, you guys sorry, for listening. Enjoy so this interview. And uh, until the next time, put down the book, pick up the remote. What's up, Collider TV Talk fans? Josh McCougie here with Thad Williams and uh, a special guest today on your episode of TV Talk, one of the stars of Mayans. Uh, he plays Angel and uh, it, honestly one of our favorite characters hands down. Clayton Cardenas, man. Thank yeah, you so thank much you for being here. Dude. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So um, I think when we started because we were huge Sons of Anarchy fans. You know what I mean? And uh, when Mayans started, uh, I was really excited because there were so many different incantations of this sure. show that I had talked about before. Can you talk about like your process of how uh, you got involved with the show, and then you know over the last couple seasons? Yeah, it was interesting. I was a Suns fan as well. Okay, cool. Huge, huge fan. I was a big yeah. fan of uh, Kim Coates and yeah. Charlie Hunnam. Kim Coates was just in here like oh, he's last awesome, week. Man. He's the best. Like, yeah. That's that to me. I mean, you know, everybody has their own depiction of what an actor is, but that's an actor. Yeah, to me, you know, yeah. the way he can shape shift and it's just badass. Right. Um, but for me, when I first heard about the project it was um, maybe six it was right it was about six months before it got greenlit and this this agent that i had she said if mines ever gets greenlit you're gonna be in mines and it was interesting so that i already had that momentum and i was like i was like yeah you know what if uh mines does get made i am gonna be in mines you know and then um it got greenlit six months later yeah um i go into audition with uh wendy o'brien she does all the casting for okay. sons and uh, for mines as well and i remember and you sometimes we get roles and you just know, like, I'm sorry, but nobody else can play this but me. I right. just had that firm belief. Right. Just firm, just understanding and knowing. Yeah. Um, so I go and I do the read, and uh, she stops me, like, right at the end. She's like, uh, where the hell have you been all my life? Wow. <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of, in that moment, I knew. See, she's dude? like, she's like, do you want to read again? She's like, I'm like, uh, Lightning sure. strikes, right? right? Lightning strikes. Yeah, the next day I meet with um, Kurt Sutter. Yeah. And that was it, man. 
Yeah. He said, you know, he he doesn't give you like an affirmative like you got it. He's like, mm, I like you as Angel. So you know, like just that. <laughs> like, Very Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I, I called my people. I'm like, I think I think he likes me. Like I don't yeah. know, I don't know. But uh, yeah. yeah, the next day we got it and we got rolling, man. Damn, man, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it was right away. Now, were, were you proficient with motorcycles before the show? No, no not at all. <laughs> there's a lot of footage of me falling, stalling. <laughs> um, there's a shot that uh, the social media team for Minds Effects they have of me, and I'm literally driving towards an 18 wheeler because I didn't know the clutch. I didn't understand yeah. the clutch. And you see all the guys because there's video of them watching me. And you see all the guys like, oh, and right at the last second, I just veer off to the right, man. No, I was scared. You know, it's it's a lot different. Um, I grew up on dirt bikes and quads. Okay. okay. Um, but that's a different beast, man. Yeah. You go into Harleys, those are things almost a thousand pounds. Right. I, it, just to turn it around is a lot of forearm strength that right. I had to develop. There was uh, the scene in this season when you guys are at the. At the Flying Eagle Ranch, something where yeah. the where the shootout goes. I yeah. with when our boy Antonio Jaramillo kind of yeah. takes the fatal shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they light those motorcycles yeah. up, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, no, that's know, a, lot right? of, a lot of <laughs> motorcycles. That's a lot of, that's a lot of money right there. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember uh, we um, so the some of the sons of Tig. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Tommy and yeah. uh, Happy and uh, Monte, Chips. Chips. Yeah. Um, they were so they were they had a they had a scene where they had to pull off. And I remember they pulled off smooth and fast like lightning and like yeah. all the minds look at each other like, oh, shit, I guess that's how it's supposed to be done. Because <laughs> we are nowhere near, nowhere near looking that cool that fast yet. Well, because, I mean, your sons, when Kim was in here uh, last week, it was so funny. We, we, we do a live show every day, uh, 10 to 12. And then I came out and Kim Coates is standing right there. I was like, what the f- right? Hey, man, what's going on? That's cool. He's like, what's up? That's cool. It's like, dude, we loved you and sons. He's like, it's a great seven years. So after seven years of right. being on that show and you, you know, Kurt Sutter, not exactly known for his uh, brand brevity of episodes no. right, right. Um, <laughs> um, so the, you know it's seven years of motorcycle experience yeah. you know you guys are now the little baby brother but you got a third season we got a third season man we're all really excited yeah. and um, very happy and very happy that the, you know the fans support it and love it as much as we do you yeah. know because we really do put our heart and soul into it and we it hope we hope that it shows right and so yeah. and the reactions we get from the fans is like you know, wow, this is the first time I've um, in a long time that, you know, I've never been able to speak with my family or my father. And then, like, this is the communal bond watching yeah, the show. Yeah. And, like, you hear stories like that. You're like, oh, yeah. wow, this is bigger than me just fucking acting. Right, right. This has such a trickle-down effect. Yeah. You know, I didn't really understand that in the beginning. But now I have the understanding of that, and I hold that cl- close, yeah, to yeah, heart, yeah. close to my heart. Speaking of fathers, uh, what's it like working with Edward James Olmos as your dad? You know yeah. what, man? I was... Um, uh, first day, I was nervous, yeah. very nervous. Yeah. Um, you know, I know legend. His, his legend, man. Yeah. You know, his list of. Uh, but uh, I remember he uh, he kind of pulled me aside. He's like, um, and he said, uh, "You're in the same place as me." And 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 then he walked away, like dropped the fucking <laughs> mic. I'm like, shit, what is that? What does that mean? <laughs> and so I analyzed, and I was like, oh, he meant like, you look, man, we're both on the same set, we're both on the same show. Right. If I'm if I'm here, you're good enough to be here as well. Right. And so that kind of just calmed my nerves. That's a badass thing. to oh, say. Oh, badass, bro. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just walk off. <laughs> yeah, just- you know, yeah. And I learned a lot from man. He le- he teaches me a lot uh, about technical stuff, camera okay. camera stuff. You know, stuff that. You'd be 20 years in the game to really have an understanding. Sure. Um, but he'll take the time and be like, no, 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 look. He'll, he'll tell me, no, look right here on the camera. Don't look here. Look right here. Yeah. And, like, just those little notes, it goes such a long way when you see it. It's amazing, man. Right. So, you know, I appreciate him very much. It's, uh, let's say, this season was, I, I mean, it, last season, obviously, you and Easy had, an, like, a, an awesome arc. Sure. This season kind of st- obviously started, then you guys built. I, I would say at the end there, you guys have never been more brothers than you were, of course. obviously, at the end of this. Yeah, I mean, you know, we started off the season one, um, you know, Easy was trying to, not console his brother, but trying to mend that relationship, yeah. right? So you saw these this friction, and then as these... Um, you know, these problems came about, you see them come together and bond. And, uh, you know, I think that's the beauty. In it. I think that's what people want to see, yeah. right? You know, we do, obviously, if you have siblings, you do bicker and, you know, mess around with each other. But in the end, you love each other. Right. You know, in the end, when it comes down to it, we stick together. And right. so I think that's what you got to see at the end of the season. Yeah. I think Ted, uh, Potter might be one of my favorite villains in TV <laughs> Dude, history. Like, hey, I hate, I, can, I want him to die. <laughs> <laughs> we all oh do, my man. God, I want him to die. He's man. messing with your kid now. He's messing with my kid, with my family. Yeah. He took yeah. my baby mom. He's messing with my father. Like, it's, it's, he's the perfect villain. You're right. Because I mean, yeah. there's a lot of times where a villain like that can be like too like mustache right. twirly. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. But he's like, and he has been since Sons. Right. Like, he's right. been that really, really good villain. You're the season finale this season. 
I mean, we both texted each other immediately like, holy shit, man. Right. I mean, not only did we not see most of that coming, you guys have that crazy scene, you and Easy right. and your father. Yeah. Can you talk about, like, the creation of that scene? Which, I'm sorry, can you uh, – where, so where you light up Dita. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, the creation of that scene. That was interesting. So we had um, – we had a, almost a full day to shoot that scene. Okay. And, um, no, it was – it was – you know, it was very Shakespearean and mother for mother. Right. And, um, but just the, the gruesomeness of it, yeah. right? Yeah. Just the, uh, just, just, just the act of, you know, seeing Easy choke her out and then me coming over cold and just dumping gasoline on her. You know, you really get to see, like, I think for the boys, it's a, it's the consolation prize yeah. in a sense for, you know, their mother's death. Right. So it's like, uh, uh, you know. Heart for heart on that, man. Right. It was a long day. It was a long day because they wanted to shoot it different ways. Yeah. Um, and there's only so much you could show and not show. So that was, you know, the logistics of it was probably the most challenging part. Of it. Okay. okay. Yeah. And you, you also got to kind of you and you and easy got to help bridge the sun's mythology a lot with that episode when you went up to charming and confronted right. happy. Right. Uh, I mean, that was I feel like that was the beginning of a lot of the gruesome uh, nature when trying to f- trying to get revenge for your mother. Right. You see, yeah. You see just the callousness in um in the boys. Yeah. Right. Especially with the uh, you're talking about the scene where we have them cutting. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was nasty. <laughs> you know what's funny is um <laughs> part. So I have I I'm using a rubber knife and they right. put these this fake patches of skin so I could cut. Right. And he had all these happy tattoos. Yeah. 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 And so those I'm, are all his kills. Yeah. Him. So yeah, I'm yeah, digging yeah. into them. And I fucking I'm digging into the wrong one. That's not. That's a real piece of his skin. Oh shit! Yeah. So I felt like an <laughs> asshole for that. Yeah. It felt like a very like uh, uh, a very Suns episode because there was a couple right. Suns episodes, and you guys have had a couple where you know most of the episode kind of takes place in that one apartment. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts within like a very small area. Very small space. Can you talk about like the shooting of that? Because no, you got the great. dog barking. You got. You know what's interesting? So we shot that in. Um, we shot that. Uh, what's it called? In sequence. Okay. Normally we don't. We shoot all over scene. This fought five, and then we shoot in thirty four. The next, right. we got to shoot that all. So it was like it was like a, doing a play for us. Oh shit! Which was great because there was a lot of dialogue, like yeah. you said, and um, it's all tightened in one zone. Those were long days, and I remember um, uh, DL David had yeah. a had a, a pretty sizable um, monologue. Right. Right. And uh, we could tell he had been working on it hard. And I remember he was like, man, this is the most I've talked since seven years of Sons. Like, I've never had this much dialogue. So you see um, and, uh, and he's great, man. Yeah. David is, a, like, a good dude right. like, in the soul. Like, yeah. and he's a, he's know, not happy. He's not happy, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's definitely, he's definitely a character, though. Right. Um, but you love having him around. Yeah. Anyway, he, uh, he had, you could tell he had rehearsed. And, um, and um, he asked, he's like, hey, do you guys mind if um, I go first? Meaning we shoot all his coverage first. Yeah, and uh, you know, like some people think that's not the cool thing to do, but like you saw how much he, we saw how much he worked at it, and saw yeah. how much heart he put into it. Like hell yeah, 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 do this first, and he nailed it, man. He did a great, he did a great job. He put in a stellar performance. Probably my favorite episode of the season. Mine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mine too. Yeah, for sure, for You're sure, right? shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got. It's all right, man. <laughs> Just thinking about the show got yeah, me yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, worked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. I'm gonna, sorry, go ahead. So we, uh, you know, there's been a lot in the news right now about Kurt and right. what's going on with the show and anything. I don't know what you're able to kind of talk about or what your experience is like with Kurt. You kind of talked about it, like what was going on in the show. Yeah, you I kinda... mean, I never, you know, personally, I never had any problems. Um, you know, Kurt's my dog. Yeah. You know, he put me on, literally yeah. put me on the map. Right. And, um, you know, his creative process is, if, is his creative process, you know, and if, if it takes a long time to get the the words and to get those kind of stories, and so be it. Yeah. Um, I do understand, though, that puts some kind of stress on other departments. Yeah. You know, because um, people have to find locations. People have to know wardrobe. You know, there's so many different moving parts yeah. in this whole, um, you know, piece of art that we're creating. Yeah. So, yeah, man, you know, I, I, I there's, not, there's nothing, you know, yeah, bad yeah. I could say. But, you know, we do support Elgin James. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're excited to be working with him and, you know, hear his fresh stories. And, you know, Kurt wouldn't back him and give him the baton if he didn't believe that he could, right. he could hold the show up. Right. You know? Is there, um, you know, going into season three, is there something that 
what do you want to happen? Obviously, like, I, I, you, we don't know yeah, anything. Yeah. Obviously, There's you guys a few things screen. I want to happen. Okay. okay. You we we obviously know. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't I'm want ready. you getting choked up anymore, man. I got this. Right. I got this. Um, I'm with you. I want Potter to die. Yes. I want to... Um, at your hands? At my hands. Yeah. I want to put yeah. a bullet in his head. Yeah. You know, simple as that. I want to see more of the Reyes brothers together, you yeah. know, going on expeditions and, yeah. uh, you know. I love the fact that, you know, he finally got patched in in the final episode. Well, you know, yeah. was, I mean, thank God because he, he was missing so many good scenes. You know, <laughs> I just, know. From like a, just from a fan's point of view, you're missing so much not being in the Templo. Yeah. You know, so now he's in there. And so now we get to see, you know. This beautiful boy in there, you know, right? Right. right, 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 right. <laughs> um, you know, I want to see that. I want to see how Angel. It, you know, I want to see Angel um, go get Alita. Yeah. I want to see him get his baby, and then I want to see how he navigates having a child while being in the MC. Right. I think that's a challenge in itself. You know, I, I, a part of me, a part of Clayton, wants Angel to think about living a life outside of the MC. You yeah. know, hopefully, <laughs> being the father that his father wasn't. You know, so I'd like to see a little bit of that. I'd like to see more. There's, I don't, we need to see more sex, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't gotten we haven't gotten those we back shots. A lot of, we missed out a lot of. There's no sex last year, man. There was, you know, sons of anything. Like there was a lot of sex, a ton of sex, and people and people you wouldn't think. You're no. like, wow, why am I seeing them have sex? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Didn't see that coming. I, I mean, that one, like the one half season, they were running like a porn ring yeah, for Christ's crazy. sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because uh, like we we were kind of getting like an easy love interest there for a yeah. second, which I'm guessing is kind of like setting up That's for season. Yeah, yeah, season yeah. three. Um, man, I th- this show when it, when it first started, I was you know I was jonesing for more sons. Yeah, and how season two ended, I think we're getting back, which I love is that sons Mayans rivalry, which we had kind of like glazed over. It's like right. the modern day NBA, right? Yeah, here we go. LeBron and and Kawhi are like yeah. best buds and yeah. Santa being worst enemies. Now the Mayans yeah. and the sons are. Well, that's you know that I think we you know the fans and and the actors they want a lot of that too. You know, and it's also you know you guys, it's always challenging doing a first season because you have to introduce characters. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like in a sense, boring stuff that has to be laid out so right. everybody knows. And usually season two, three, that's when stuff gets rocking, right? right? right. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be – I think we can almost live off, you know, the next five seasons of just Sons and Minds battles. Oh, right? I agree. And now and now with, uh, with the Vatos Ma. Malditos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like the three-way war now. Yeah, is, you get you to know. see a little bit into Taza's past too, his yeah. old club. And, um, you know, you could tell that Paulo has a secret on Taza that Taza yeah. doesn't want to be known. And we saw in the in the finale there's the picture that Taz looks at. That's, that's supposed to be his bro? cousin. Cousin? Cousin, okay. I believe. Okay. Yeah, so there's something interesting in interesting. that. Yeah. Even the picture of the dude was interesting. I'm like, that's an interesting picture. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys go back and look at that picture and analyze that picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, listen, man. I, I appreciate I, it. No, I appreciate you coming in. We, you. we love the show. Right um, I can't can't wait for season three. I, got, I mean, like I said, we were so excited for the show, and it's more than lived up to expectations. Right. And I think uh, you're one of the major, major reasons that oh, that's happening, you, man. Appreciate um, it, so thank you again. Thank you for coming in. Thanks for thanks for making the show. Yeah, yeah, bro. Really I appreciate do. it, bro. Yeah, dude. All right. Clayton Cardenas here on uh, Collider TV Talk. Uh, the full episode you guys can check out and subscribe to the channel, all that kind of stuff, and watch Mayans on FX. Everything is streaming now on on the FX uh, on the FX, FX app. app. Go right, right to it, man. Absolutely, we should be hitting Hulu soon. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Fantastic. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.